I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, listener questions answered and headlines. Very easy show for you today. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, April 2nd, 2021. Did anybody do the burritos or Bitcoin yesterday for Chipotle? I heard that it crashed the site. I didn't win. I won some queso. I haven't heard of anybody win any Bitcoin. I haven't heard of anybody win any burritos. It was just nothing. If you won, please let me know. Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Send me an email. I want to know who won some Bitcoin from Chipotle. Before we get into those listener questions, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $59,702, up 0.6% from yesterday. Ethereum is at $2,065, up 6.1%. Binance Coin in the number three spot at $351, up 8.3%. Tether number four, Cardano 121, up 1%, with Polkadot at the number six spot at $3,840, down 0.2%. Total market cap, $1.92 trillion. Getting closer, getting closer, with a BTC dominance of 57.8%. For our listener questions today, I welcome on Jeff Roberts, the executive editor of Decrypt. And his first question he answers is from Nikita in Australia. Nikita asks, can you recommend me an article or books to learn to research a cryptocurrency before investing in it? And Jeff has to say this. The question about which online sites are best for learning about crypto is a good one. The reality is most of us have to teach ourselves about crypto. And the way to do that is by reading a lot of books and articles and watching videos. As for which online sources are the best, I would be careful about the ones advertising to you because a lot of these people have agendas and want to direct you to some coin or as they call shit coin or another. I would recommend sticking with the mainstream sites, the exchanges, particularly Coinbase or Kraken or Robinhood all have good tutorials on crypto and how it works, and they're not trying to steer you to one coin or another. So I think that's a very good place to start. No doubt there are good independent YouTube sites out there, but I'd just be suspicious because most of these people might be pushing a coin. The next question comes from Kevin, and Kevin asks, why is there such a variance between Bitcoin prices? For example, Bitcoin is at $59,500 on Binance, while on Bitpanda it's at 43,000 pound, and on CoinMarketCap it's 50,000 euro. The plus minus percentage variates from 0.6% to 1.2%. Why is this happening? Why is this a thing? And how do I know which one to trust? Thank you very much, Kevin. And here's Jeff's answer. The question about the variation of Bitcoin prices across exchanges is a good one too. 
It can be confusing when you see Bitcoin listed, you know, for one price on one exchange and $500 cheaper on another. The reason for this is in the conventional stock markets, there's arbitrage opportunities where if a gap opens up between two exchanges, someone will rush in to fill it and exploit it. The reality is between crypto exchanges, it's just too hard to capture that spread in the same way you do in traditional equities markets. This is probably going to change over time, but for now, we just have to stick with these differences. Um, the other reason too, of course, is just the volatility of Bitcoin. It moves so fast and the way the price is determined is simply by what people are buying. Some exchanges have got bigger order books than others. So I think all of them are the real price of Bitcoin, you know, but that means, of course, there is no real price at any given time. There's always going to be a bit of a spread. But I think any of the big exchanges are going to generally have a fair price. I hope that's helpful. This next question is from Jonathan. Jonathan asks, I've been looking to get more serious into investments and hodling for a long time. I've heard that hardware or paper wallets are good for cold storage. I guess that I have a two-part question. The first part is, how do these wallets work in regard to occurring or losing currency? I guess I don't understand how you would know how much your investment is worth if it's being held offline. And number two, do you have a wallet that you prefer? Thanks again and happy hodling from Jonathan. Jonathan, thank you very much for this question. I'm happy to hear that you're going to be hodling long term. Before I answer your question, remember, this is not legal advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other kind of advice. This is me answering a question that you asked. But if you are going to be hodling for a long time, then you do need to put set up some kind of cold storage or some kind of hardware wallet. I don't recommend a paper wallet, and there's many reasons for that. But for a hardware wallet, what they're going to do is you're going to get a hardware wallet, and then you're going to set up a seed phrase. And your seed phrase is going to protect your hardware wallet, and it's going to make a backup for you. So if you do lose your hardware wallet, you can go buy another hardware wallet and enter your seed phrase. It's usually about 12 to 24 words. They're going to give you random words. You're going to write them down. You're going to put it in a safe spot, a safe or a lockbox or somewhere that you know nobody's going to go to. Nobody's going to find it, and you're going to keep that there. But you're also going to use a pin. For example, a four-digit, six-digit, or eight-digit pin for your hardware wallet. And that pin's set up so you can have easy access to it. You can just you know, put in your PIN, look at your hardware wallet, look at your crypto, move it from your hardware wallet, or send it back. So they make it really easy, plus you have a backup with a hardware wallet. But with a hardware wallet, you're asking, how do you know how much you're hodling? Well, there's two ways. First, set up a Blockfolio. Download a Blockfolio app and put in how much crypto you're holding in your Blockfolio app. It's just a portfolio for you, and it tracks how much you bought it for, when the market goes up, when the market goes down. You can see your profit and loss, and you can log your trades in the Blockfolio app. There's other apps like this, but I use Blockfolio. It's a good app. I recommend it. I've spoken to the CEO many times, and, well, he's a nice guy. So there's my promotion for Blockfolio. However, if you use the Ledger hardware wallet, they have a desktop app for you. And when you move crypto into that app, you can see your profit or loss. You can see what time... You can see how much you moved it in for. You can see how much your portfolio is worth. You can see your profit and loss as well once you start using that app. So if you ever want to check on your crypto, how much it's worth, you just go into the Ledger app. You don't even need your hardware wallet to do this, but you just go into your Ledger app and see your portfolio balance. So there's two ways to do it. In summary, one, using Ledger hardware wallet. You can use their Ledger Live, their desktop app, and just see how much your crypto is worth or how much you're hodling or your profit or loss. Or you could just download an app on your phone, plug in what you have on Blockfolio and see your balance at any time of day. Just refresh it and see if it goes up or it goes down. And I personally prefer the Ledger Wallet series. I, I think Ledger is easy to use. I haven't used any. I personally think Ledger is easy to use. They're making it very user-friendly. Other people prefer Trezor, but me personally, I like Ledger. Anyway, I hope that helps. Happy hodling and please pick up yourself a hardware wallet ASAP. And in today's headlines, 
Ledger, a provider of hardware wallets, has hired Parker Todd Brooks to run its NFT division. Brooks joins Ledger from Apple Music, where he worked with Artist Relations. He's not the first music executive to make the jump into crypto. And with NFTs and people like Lil Nas X putting their music on NFTs, <laughs> you can see why they want good relations with artists. Bitcoin is not a security, but that doesn't mean it won't get regulated, says former SEC chairman Jay Clayton. He goes on to say, in quote, Bitcoin not being a security does not mean that it shouldn't be regulated. In fact, where digital assets land at the end of the day, which is very much a wide-ranging question, will be driven partly by regulation, both domestic and international. And I expect, and I'm speaking as a citizen now, that regulation will come in the area both directly and indirectly, whether it's through how these are held by banks, security accounts, taxation, and the like. End quote. These comments come in the wake of Ripple asking the SEC to re-examine Bitcoin and Ethereum. Specifically, Ripple wants the court to compel the SEC to share its internal decisions about Bitcoin and Ethereum in the hopes that it will improve its own case for XRP. If you guys remember, XRP is being sued by the SEC, claiming that it's a security. And the lawsuit continues. But maybe Bitcoin and Ethereum standing could help clarify things. And it's finally here. Coinbase's direct listing date is set for April 14th. The company plans to publicly share its Q1 2021 earnings results a few days beforehand. The results will provide new guidance on the price of Coinbase's shares before they hit the market. This has been a question that has hit my inbox day after day, and I had no answers. And finally, we have answers. We have clarity. We know that direct listing is going to be April 14th. So if you're going to buy Coinbase or if you're going to sell Coinbase, April 14th is your date. And finally, in some more bullish news, Morgan Stanley has been planning to offer Bitcoin exposure to its clients, and in a new SEC filing, they reveal that the bank will allow certain mutual funds to invest indirectly into Bitcoin. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget, Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment, or wherever you're listening to this, do the same, please. You can also send me an email, Aaron at decrypt.co. I'm going to be traveling tomorrow. I'm going to still try to do weekend updates and do the show every day of the week, but I will be on the road for the next couple days. The quality might be a little bit different, but I'm going to try to get you your news. Crypto never sleeps, so neither do I. Happy hodling, everyone.